When you express your gratitude to God, when you tell him how grateful you are for all of his gifts, that he is able to move in your way, in your life in a way that maybe, I don't know, maybe he wouldn't have done before. I mentioned this last week. It's like a parent, when a kid is grateful, you want to do things for them. But if you will just show your gratitude and speak the name of Jesus this morning, he can move in any situation that you have. There is nothing too big for him. There is nothing that he sits behind his desk with his hand across his forehead and thinks, what am I going to do? He doesn't do that. He has all the answers. Reach out to him today. I just want to speak the name of Jesus.
hands is before I present my gift today, I would like to say that I'm sorry. There have been times that I've been wrong, dead wrong. I was a wretch. I was a church sinner. But God, his mercy endureth forever. And he is so good. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life you have been faithful. Yes, he has. All my life you have been so, so good, yeah. So with 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Come on, let's thank the Lord right now. God, I thank you for your goodness to me, Lord. I thank you for your love to me, God. Oh, God, I thank you for your kindness unto me, Lord. Oh, God, you're so good, God. God, you've always been better to me than I have to you, oh, God. God, I come to praise you and worship you this morning, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Oh, I bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Come on, let's thank him one. God is so good. He is so good. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What, a, what an awesome what a God. What an awesome God. What a good God. Praise his name. Praise his name. We're going to get ready to go before him this morning in prayer to give you an opportunity to allow God to meet your need and touch you this morning. Amen. And as we go before the Lord this morning in prayer, let's remember to always pray for our pastors, Reverend Sister Rosen, let's always lift them up before the Lord. And uh, let's pray for our missionaries, the tears, Reverend Sister Tear and Brother Michael Washington, let's remember them, that God would bless them this morning. And let's pray for our evangelist, Brother Holzman, that God would bless him and his family and continue to just open doors for him, and, and I just thank God for the, the presence of the Holy Ghost in this place this morning, amen. Let's remember those that are sick, those that are, need a touch in their bodies, let's pray for Sister Olsen need a touch, Sister Mitchell need a touch, Sister Vicki and Sister Jan need a touch this morning. And also, let's pray for the nation of Israel this morning, let's, let's pray that God will just put angels around that nation to protect them this morning. Praise God. Just pray that God would just be with them and help them this morning. And I know he, he will, and I know he's already doing that, but just can just continue to pray for them this morning. How many of you need something from the Lord today by the signifying, by the raising of your hand? God knows your need, so as we pray right now, I believe as we pray, God is already working on your need. Let's go before the Lord right now together for all of these requests that I just mentioned right now. Lord God, we come in your name this morning. We come thanking you and praising you and magnifying you this morning. God, we give you glory and we give you praise and we give you thanks and we give you honor for your goodness and your mercy this morning, God. And God, as we come this morning, we come in your name calling on you, God, to bless our pastors, calling on you, God, to touch Pastor and Sister Olson and God, to be with them and to strengthen and encourage them and to bless them and to keep them strong, God, and keep them healthy, God. We come this morning, God, for our missionaries this morning, asking you to touch Brother Tear and Sister Tear and Brother Michael Washington, God, and God, we ask you to protect them and to bless them and open doors for them, God, this morning and meet their needs this morning, God, and God, this morning we come for Brother Holzman, God, and his family, and we thank you for his ministry and the work that you're doing in his life and through him.
him, God, uh, to help the body of Christ to grow and to become strong in you and in the power of your might, God. I, I thank you this morning, God, and that you would touch the sick and the shed in. Touch, touch Sister Olsen that need a touch in her body. Touch Sister Vicky and Sister Jan and Sister Mitch and others that need a touch in their bodies. And God, this morning we pray for the nation of Israel this morning. Uh, God, we ask you, Lord, uh, to put angels around that nation. Uh, we pray, God, that you would protect them. Uh, God, we ask that you will open their eyes uh, for them to realize that you are the Lord God Almighty. Uh, oh, God, uh, we pray for our nation uh, that you will help America, God. Uh, help us to get back to you, Lord. Uh, help us to turn back to you, Lord. Uh, be with us today. Every hand that was raised this morning, God, uh, I ask you in Jesus' name to bless. Uh, ask you in Jesus' name to heal. Uh, ask you in Jesus' name to deliver, God, uh, and to strengthen this morning. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. We give you glory. Come on, give him some praise this morning. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful spirit we're feeling this morning. And I know God's not done yet. Praise the Lord. I do have a few announcements. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastors, Brother and Sister Olson, to all of our guests. Thank you so much for being here. Can we give all of our guests... A round of applause. Thank you so much for being here. We would love to meet and greet you uh, personally after service. We do have a guest reception in the uh, foyer there, so uh, if you can, uh, if you're not in a rush, we'd love to hang out with you a little bit after service. Um, but you know, God has orchestrated, if this is your first time here, God has orchestrated it for you to be here. For all of us in the building this morning, God has orchestrated it so that we can be here to hear what thus saith the Lord. The only challenge that we have is do I believe that God has something for me this morning? And if I'm convinced of that, I go from just a spectator to participating in what happens here going forward in this service. So as a measure of demonstration, can we all just put our hands together in agreeance that I agree that I want something to happen in my life this morning, and I refuse to leave this place without God touching my life. Praise God. Something good is about to happen this morning, and I'm expecting it to happen. I hope you are doing the same. Praise God. We do want to celebrate just a little bit. We had a little bit of uh, church work done here on Saturday. Our grounds look fantastic. All the men in the place. For half of our pastors, thank you so much for getting up early and coming out. We want to thank Brother Layman and his team uh, for getting the grounds all laid out and prepared uh, for some events we're having here at the end of the month. Uh, we, aren't we glad that we have our evangelist, Brother Holzman, uh, with us? Yes, he'll be ministering to us here in just a moment and then again in our 6 p.m. service, so I encourage you to join us uh, in our 6 p.m. service as well. Also during the 6 p.m. service, uh, we want to be honoring our, our first lady, Sister Olson. I know she, yeah. 
So there is a uh, there is a gift bag there in the foyer if you would like to uh, place a card or a love offering uh, in that for our first lady, Sister Olson. Don't we love Sister Olson around here? Yes, we're blessed to have Sister Olson and Brother Olson too. We're blessed to have him too. But as we look into the week on Tuesday, we'll be having our international uh, Bible study, which is our Spanish and Portuguese uh, Bible study in the FOC, which is the brick building here on campus at 7 p.m. And then also we'll be having prayer in this building uh, with a focus on uh, missions, our North American missions, as well as our global uh, missionaries. So for those of you that are interested in, uh, in praying for the harvest, and not just uh, the harvest around the world, but those that are interested in praying for the harvest of our own community, we invite you to come out and join us here in this building at 7 p.m. And as we circle to next Sunday, our revival continues with the evangelist uh, Dylan Morgan. So again, another opportunity to invite some folks uh, out. And uh, my last announcement, you know we have our uh, 40th church anniversary coming up. Uh, in January, or actually in March of 2024, uh, March the 22nd to the 24th. But we're doing something a little different. You know, we haven't had a, a photo church directory in some time. So we're, we're, we're signing up. The, the dates for that will be November the 10th and 11th. And it would be really uh, cool if we can have a representation, a photo. What is it? 9th, 10th, and 11th of November. That's exactly what I said. So Sister Sandra Richard, if you can raise your hand again, would be coordinating that. If you have not already signed up for your family to be a part of this church directory, I encourage you uh, to do so because you don't want us to Photoshop you into this directory. So see Sister Sandra uh, to make sure you get into uh, this directory. Amen. Why don't you high five your neighbor and let them know, man, we're gonna have some, we're gonna have some church this morning. That's all the announcements that I have this morning. If we can have our ushers to make their way, we can give to this morning's offering. Praise the Lord. How many would agree that God has been good to me? How many would agree God's been good to me? Let's go before the Lord in prayer, shall we? Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to gather in this place this morning. Thank you for being so good to us. Lord, you bless our homes, our families, our jobs, our businesses with growth and prosperity. Lord, we marvel at your generosity as it is simply overwhelming and it is overflowing to us. And we agree that everything that we have is a gift from you. You've allowed us to have flavor with those that we work with and those that we work for. And this morning, Lord, we bring our tithes, we bring our offerings to you. Lord God, as an honest reflection of your goodness in our life, and let it be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. In your precious and holy name we pray, in Jesus' name. Can we just put our hands together one more time? Can we just honor him with our best praise as we give? God bless.
evangelist really he's been a missionary around the world and we're glad that he's here this week amen you do want to come back tonight at six amen
Come on, you ought to lift your hands right now. And you ought to just begin to magnify the name of Jesus. Come on, begin to love the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Just begin to lift your voice with a great shout of praise unto God. Hallelujah. Jesus, you ought to shout with great victory. some of you that have walked into this place today that you have felt hopeless you have felt lost and you have felt in despair but I've come to tell you in the name of Jesus that today that God is going to take all of that and God is going to turn it around and what you felt that was hopeless you're going to begin to feel hope where it has been joy has been seen to be lost There is going to be joy that is returned into your spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you love Jesus? Don't you love being in the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Young people, thank you. Thank you for leading us in worship. Thank you for your... Hallelujah. Oh, I've almost felt like telling the choir to jump back into that song again. But I want to preach. And there are some times that you can lose a service. And I don't feel today is that day that we lose a service. And so I'm going to preach what God told me to preach to us today. I feel great faith in this place today. I feel great anticipation in this place today. You've come into this place needing God, and today God will do it. Come on, you ought to look at your neighbor and tell them, I've got faith for what God's going to do today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I just feel great peace today. Great peace. You know when you just get into God's presence, and when God gets a hold of you, everything changes. You know, this relationship with God was never meant to just plateau out. But it was meant to continue to grow. And so, no matter your level of relationship with God, because I, I believe every one of us have a relationship with God in this place today. Because that's why you're here. 
is because you have a relationship with him and you're not satisfied. And you want to go further and you want to go deeper. And God's going to do it today. Amen. If you believe that, you ought to just shout one more time, yes. I'm not going to delay what God has come to do today. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. The Bible tells us, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one place in one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. That's not the Church of Pentecost version. That's not my version. That's not Pastor Olson's version. That's what the Bible says. That's not a North American version. That's not an English version. That's what the Bible says. You can read it in German. You can read it in French. You can read it in Spanish. You can read it in Portuguese. And it says the same thing. That the power of the Holy Ghost was poured out on every single person. And not just one of them. Not just five of them. But all of them received the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gave them the ability. And so I'm going to preach today just for a couple of minutes. It's going to happen just like the Bible says. You ought to look at one of your neighbors and tell them, get ready. You're about to be speaking in other tongues just like the Bible. You ought to look at your other neighbor and tell them, don't you try to resist what God wants to give you today. Some of you are thinking, who is this crazy preacher and what have I got myself into? But I tell you what, the greatest thing in the world is the Holy Ghost. The greatest thing in the world is the Holy Ghost. Because when you get the Holy Ghost, you get all the love of God. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get all the peace of God. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get all of the strength of God. When you get the Holy Ghost, you get all the comfort of God. Now if you believe that, you ought to one more time lift your voice with a great roar of praise unto God. One more time, turn to your neighbor, give him a high five, and tell him, 
get ready. And you can sit down if you desire or you can stay standing. Because we're not going to be long because God's about to do what God came to do today. Acts 1 and 8 tells us that you shall receive power after that, that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. How many of you want power from God? Power to have peace, power to have strength, power to overcome the things in this world. Because I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. As a church, we can't do it by ourselves. As a community, we can't do it by ourselves. As a language group, you can't do it by yourself. But it's only through the power of God. God, that we are made overcomers of everything that would try to destroy us as people. This is the greatest hour of the church. We've not witnessed the things like we are witnessing right now. We've not experienced the things that we are experiencing right now. Blinded eyes are being opened everywhere through the power of the name of Jesus. Deaf ears are being unstopped everywhere through the power of the name of Jesus. The lame are walking everywhere through the power of the name of Jesus. Wheelchairs are being left empty everywhere through the power of the name of Jesus. All diseases are being cured through the power of the name of Jesus everywhere. And there is an outpouring of the Holy Ghost like has never been seen before, literally sweeping the entire globe before our very eyes as never before. Why? Because the promises of the Lord are yes. Mark 16 and 17, Jesus said, And these signs will follow those that believe In my name they'll cast out demons and they will speak with new tongues. The only prerequisite is that I believe. The only prerequisite is that we believe. I know the world talks about just believe, but they've got it right. You've just got to believe because Jesus said these signs are going to follow when you believe. Come on, you ought to look at one of your neighbors and tell them, I believe just like the Bible says. You know what's amazing? Is when you hear the Word of God, if you've come open to the Word of God, the Word of God will get inside of your spirit and it will begin to shake things up. It will begin to stir things up. It'll be like that bottle of Coke. When you begin to shake it, all of a sudden, all that carbon, uh, that the, those, those molecules begin to expand, and they begin to cause a chain reaction. And when you open the top of that bottle of Coke, what's inside can't stay inside anymore, and it just begins to come out. It begins to run over. That's what happens when the Word of God gets inside of you. When you... 
That's what happens when the Spirit of God gets inside of you. What's inside begins to come out like never before. And you begin to feel things. You begin to experience things like you never have before. But you may say, man, that sounds kind of weird. Well, let me tell you what. It is a little strange. God never says he does things normal. God does unique things. God does strange things. But God does wonderful things. God does new things. God does fresh things. See, there was a bunch of people. There was a bunch of Gentiles in Acts 19 that all of a sudden they, they loved God. They believed the word of God. The Bible says that they prayed and they were, they were faithful to, to study the word of God. They were faithful to pray. But all of a sudden God began to speak to one of the leaders of that of that group of people and and he began to tell him hey I've got more for you but I want you to send for a preacher I want you to send for Peter and Peter comes to this great body of believers that yes they have come to a certain level they came to a certain understanding just like some of us we've come to a certain level of understanding and we are so hungry for more of God just like these people in Acts 19 verse 5 The Bible says when they heard this, those Gentiles, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them. And they began to speak in other tongues. Let me tell you today, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter your understanding or your knowledge of God or His Word. The promises of the Lord are for each and every one of us that is in this place today. See, it doesn't even matter your religion. You may be Catholic, awesome. You may be Baptist, awesome. You may be Methodist, awesome. You may be, come on, you may be Protestant. You may be Presbyterian. It doesn't matter what you may call yourself. The Holy Ghost is promised to you. While my wife and I were living in Switzerland, there was a man, a pastor of an Assemblies of God church that God allowed us to link arm in arms with. And we began to talk and we began to have Bible study. And he said, he began to at first refuse this thing called the Holy Ghost. He said, that doesn't happen anymore. It's not for us anymore. It was only for a time period. It was only for a certain group of people. But let me tell you what, at the end of that Bible study, in the house of Sister Siamara Alejandro raised his hands and God filled that assemblies of God pastor with the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues just like the Bible says 
Last year, God opened an amazing door to go to Johannesburg and begin to work with a, a bunch of different pastors from a bunch of different groups from a bunch of different beliefs and God opened this door and during a week of apostolic training from the word of God God filled over 74 people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues just like the Bible says Last time I was in Bangladesh, almost 6,000 people were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. A year later in Bangladesh, over, over 7,000 people were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about Hindus. I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about Muslims. I'm talking about atheists, agnostic. Every single person you could think of was there in God filled them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues just like the Bible says. You ought to look at your neighbor and tell them, that's what I want. Back in August, we were in Brazil, and during just a, a couple of days of teaching, uh, of training, uh, of, of services, God filled over 35 people with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Five were baptized in the name of Jesus. Over 96 notable miracles happened. Why? Because when you get in the presence of Jesus, there is nothing that can be held back. There is nothing that will not happen because God does everything perfect. A week later... In the, in the area of Manaus, Brazil, there were over 30,000 people in a soccer stadium. And God filled about 12,000 with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Over 1,000 were baptized in the name of Jesus. About 6,000 notable miracles happened. Why? Because it's happening everywhere just like the Bible says. How do we know that it's going to happen? I don't think it takes a rocket scientist or even a Christian to know that things are changing and there's a shift in the world right now. Even as you look toward Israel right now, you understand that there's something happening, that the things that we've heard about Armageddon and all of these things taking place, we know that they're right at our doorstep. But let me give you hope today. Paul, Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and he began to requote a prophecy from the prophet Joel in Acts chapter 2 verse 16 and 18 he said but this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel and it shall come to pass in the last days saith God that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters, they're going to prophesy. Your young men, they're going to see vision. Your old men, are you going to dream dreams on oh, my servants, on oh, my handmaids? I, I'm going to pour out of my spirit. 
Come on. That's the promise of the Lord. That in the last days, there's not going to be left one color undone. There's not going to be left one language that doesn't receive it. There's not going to be left one cultural group or one ethnic group. But it's going to happen for everybody. Let me tell you what, I wish I had the numbers in front of me right now. But the Holy Ghost is literally sweeping everywhere. It's sweeping in the Catholic Church. You don't believe it? You ought to just Google Holy Ghost in Catholic Church. It's sweeping across the entire Catholic Church. Just a few years ago, the Southern Baptist convention said, you know what? There's no stopping this. We might as well just let it happen. And so now they, they have the power of the Holy Ghost sweeping across their churches in North America. Why? Because there is no stopping what God promised would happen in this last day. There's no stopping. You ought to look at one of your neighbors and tell them, you can't stop it. Look at your other neighbor and tell them the Holy Ghost is for you. Now you ought to point at your, your, yourself and say, the Holy Ghost is for me, and I want it. You know what would change the entire out, uh, layout of this world? It's when everybody gets the Holy Ghost. See, this in-time outpouring that the Bible promises is greater than any one group of people. It's it, This last day outpouring, it's multicultural. It's multi-ethnic. It's multilingual. It's multi-generational. And it's multi-organizational. It is not limited to one organization. It's not limited to one generation. It's not limited to one language group. It doesn't matter if you're Spanish-speaking, Portuguese-speaking, French-speaking. The Holy Ghost is for you. Let me tell you. From 2015 to 2020, while we were privileged to serve in Europe, we witnessed God filling over 200 Muslims with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Why? Because it is the promise of the Word of God that in the last days that God is going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Everywhere. Everywhere. Let me tell you about Roy. Roy was from a little village in Alaska. 
Roy grew up in this thing. He grew up in church. He had an understanding of God. But Roy got, got messed up on some things. Life hadn't been too friendly to Roy. Life hadn't been too good to Roy. Even society hadn't been too good to Roy. But Roy had to come to Anchorage one day because he had to check in at the hospital to, to make sure he was still clean. And Roy decided, you know what? I remember a church that I used to attend. I'm going to go see if it's still there. Roy showed up. We baptized Roy in the only saving name of Jesus. Roy came up out of the water speaking in other tongues. Just like the Bible says. Let me tell you about my little nephew who at the time was only about six years old in a service just like this. During worship service, not altar call, but worship service, raised his little hands and just began to love Jesus. And tears began to flow down his eyes. And all of a sudden, it happened just like the Bible promised it would happen. And my little nephew began to speak with other tongues as God filled him with the Holy Ghost. Why? Because it's going to happen. And it is happening. And it will happen. And it will continue to happen until that last and final day. And so you hear this crazy preacher this morning. The Holy Ghost, it's for you. The Holy Ghost, it's for you. Why wouldn't we want something that is from God? If it happened in the Bible, why wouldn't I want the same experience? Because it's happening. And it's going to happen today. Just like the Bible says. Just like the Bible says. I'm going to ask us a question real quick. I've only been preaching for about 18 minutes. I told you I wasn't going to be long today. But how many of you love the Bible? Every hand raised. Why? Then why wouldn't you want what the Bible says? How many of you love Jesus? Then why wouldn't you want what Jesus wants to give you? I'm not going to read it. But in John 14, Jesus, and I paraphrase, he said, I'm going to leave in just a little while. But there's going to be a promise that comes back to you. He said, I'm not going to leave you, but I'm going to be with you. I'm going to comfort you. You know what we need right now? We need the comfort of Jesus. You know what we need right now? We need the peace of Jesus. You know what we need right now? It's the hope of Jesus. You know what we need right now? We need the strength of Jesus. And it only comes when His Spirit gets inside of us just like the Bible says. Stand with me real quick.
feel great faith in this place. I feel great anticipation in this place. And I feel great desire in this place. But I feel that you believe just like the Bible says. And that's the only thing that's your starting point is just to believe and it's going to happen just like the Bible says. And so this is what we're going to do is you came to church this morning and you're going to get what God planned to give you. And so if it's appropriate, I want you to take your neighbor by the hand. Even if you don't know him. I told you, I'm strange. I told you up front and you still stayed. Now, I want you to look at that neighbor and say, come on, we're going to go down to the front because God's about to pour out the Holy Ghost. And that means that you bring them. Ministry team, come join me on the platform when you get down here. Keep coming. Because I'm going to give us just a few instructions in just a moment. And God's going to do this all at one time. You know what's amazing? I don't, nobody has to touch anybody, meaning to lay hands on them for you to get the Holy Ghost. Because it doesn't come from man, it comes from God. And God's going to do it. Keep coming. Keep coming. You know what's amazing about this right here? Is God honors faith. And by you stepping out of your seat, even though it was a little uncomfortable, even though... It felt a little strange. God honors that. God honors faith. And God responds to faith. And that's a beautiful thing because you came to this front because a crazy preacher said, come to the front. And some of you were way out of your comfort zone. But God is about to respond to your faith. God is about to respond to your faith. And so we're going to do a few things before we pray. When we pray, we're going to pray with our hands raised. Why don't you try that with me real quick? Let me tell you why we raise our hands when we pray. Because it is a total and complete surrender to God. It says, God, I surrender my will. I surrender my background I surrender everything to you, God. Go ahead and put your hands down. Then we're going to pray with our heads raised up. Why? Because you will not get the Holy Ghost if you're looking at the ground. Because if your head is hung low, it's a sign of shame, fear, and doubt. And God is unable to respond to shame, fear, and doubt. But when you lift up your head, it's a sign of boldness, courage, and faith. Then we're going to pray with our eyes closed. 
just because we don't need to be distracted. The next thing we're going to do, we're going to repent, all of us, me included, because nobody is exempt from repentance. It doesn't matter how long you've lived for God or how short you've known God. All of us need to repent. The disciples preached repentance. Paul repented every day. And so repentance doesn't mean that you tell your neighbor all the bad things you've done. Because one, they don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. I don't want to know what you've done. Because it's only you and God. But repentance kind of sounds like this. God, forgive me. God, take my wrong away. God, cleanse my hands. Cleanse my feet. Cleanse my eyes. Cleanse my ears. Cleanse my mind, Lord God. God, forgive me of everything I've ever done. God, forgive me. Get the hint. Get, get the picture? But let me, let me tell you this. Repentance cannot happen thinking it. You can't think repentance. You have to open up your mouth. And you've got to let words come out. God, forgive me. I'll tell you what. Why don't we try that together? Just, I know it sounds funny, but let's just try it together. God, forgive me. See how easy that is? That's so easy. It doesn't matter if your neighbor hears you say that because they don't know what you've done. But as you begin to let those words come out, God, forgive me. God, take those things out of my life. All of a sudden, naturally, you're going to begin to feel emotion. Why? Because you're realizing, oh my goodness, I've done some things. But God, take them away from me. God, wash them out of me. And the Bible tells us that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, let me explain something here. We all have seen flash floods, whether in person or on the TV. And you realize when a flash flood begins to sweep through a river bottom, all of a sudden, trees that had been there for, for years, big boulders, all of a sudden, it causes something to begin to tremble and shake. The Bible goes on to tell us then that with stammering lips and another tongue shall they speak. What does that mean? That means that when that river, that, that peace of God, that strength of God, that spirit of God that comes from the inside, as it begins to rise up, all of a sudden your tongue and your lips are going to begin to tremble and shake like you've never experienced before. I know some of you are thinking that's kind of odd, but let me tell you what, when that happens, all of a sudden sounds are going to begin to come out of your mouth that you've never heard before. It's not going to be Spanish. It's not going to be Creole. It's not going to be English. It's not going to be French. It's not going to be Portuguese. It's not going to be anything you've ever heard before. But it's going to be sounds from heaven as God fills you with His Spirit. And the very last thing we're going to do, and you can feel it right now, it's about to happen. 
It's about to happen. You can feel it right now. You can feel it right now. The last thing we're going to do is as we're repenting, we're going to begin to thank God for the Holy Ghost. We're going to begin to speak those things that are not as though they already are. And you're going to begin to thank Him for the Holy Ghost. You're going to begin to thank Him for His love. You're going to begin to thank Him for His peace. And as we're doing that, we're going to up here, we're going to speak the word of faith. And when you hear me shout hallelujah, all of these ministers are going to shout hallelujah. And when you hear that, I want you to lift up your voice. And I want you to open up your mouth. And I want you to shout hallelujah as loud as you can. And when you do that, no longer is it going to be your mother tongue. But it's going to be sounds as God fills you with His Spirit. Just like the Bible says. And so before we do this, we're going to practice this together. Are you ready? We're going to shout hallelujah under one voice as loud as you can as practice. Okay? On the count of three. You ready? One, two, three. You can feel it. You can feel it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Every hand raised toward heaven right now. Every eye closed, every head lifted up, and just begin to open up your heart and your mouth unto God. God, I pray right now, God, forgive me. God, forgive me of what I've done. God, forgive me what I've said. God, forgive me of how I've acted. God, forgive me of the places that I've gone, the things that I've done. God, forgive me of what I've witnessed. God, forgive me, Lord God, of the things that I've done that have not pleased you, God. God, I pray right now, take everything out of my life, God. Take everything out of my spirit, Lord God. God, don't let there be anything, God, that would oppose you today, God. That's it. That's it. Come on. Lift your voice. Come on. Let those words unto God just begin to flow out of your lips right now. Come on. That's it. Come on. That's it. Begin to thank Him now. Come on, turn that into thanksgiving right now. God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord God, by the authority of your word and by the power of the name of Jesus and by the authority of the Holy Ghost that is in this place right now, I command you to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! That's it. That's it. I command you. Receive the Holy Ghost.
receive the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. Come on. Come on. That's the Holy Ghost right there. Come on. If you got the Holy Ghost, I need you to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. That's it. Come on. God's filling them right now with the Holy Ghost. That's it. I command you in the name of Jesus, receive the Holy Ghost just like the Bible says. church